the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Tips where we examine, discuss, and roast the relationship dynamic across the internet and in our own home. I'm Tim. I'm Karen, and today we are talking relationship advice. We are our favorite thing we from love, our favorite place. We love to judge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Unsolicited relationship advice. That's what we should call our show. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, it's super fun yeah. to hear different things, but also, like, I do feel for these people sometimes when we've done these episodes before like if these are real like if these concerns are real you know obviously they're weighing heavy enough on their mind that they would reach out to ask for advice or help but right. you know but how are you doing this week before we get started i'm pretty good uh except that i just got done watching three episodes of barney in a row uh for my son his new favorite show. Yeah, it's colorful and bright and musical, and it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's just a lot. And there's a new dinosaur that we didn't know about. I know, Riff. If you guys, if you all in the 90s or early 2000s watched Barney, actually the early 2000s is like the new version, I think. But in the 90s, if you watched Barney. Netflix says 2010 for that 2010, show. Okay. But if but you like were, the 90s, there yeah, were three. Yeah, if you're three. a millennial, there were three dinosaurs. Barney's the main one, obviously. And now there's a new one, and he... Mm-mm, I'm not yeah. about him. Short little orange dude named Riff. They're all short, except for Barney. Except for Barney. Barney's a behemoth. Uh, which is already more time on this podcast than I ever wanted to dedicate to the show Barney. <laughs> yeah, never did we ever think. I just like... Put the first thing I recognized on Netflix Kids on for my son, and like, guess what? He loved it. So obviously, I brought that on myself. But but that's not the only thing he loved this week. It's not. Tim had a, his proud dad moment. Uh, the other day, Karen was having a hard time getting him to settle down, so she put stuff on YouTube, turned it to Disney XD, XD and uh, what settled him down? But Star Wars Rebels. Congratulations, babe. My favorite. Uh, <laughs> if you've watched the show, you know how amazing that show is. And my son loves it. Yeah, he's fascinated by it. He like, I think it's obviously he's too young to understand any of it. But it's like all the colors and like the noises, I'm sure. Yeah. The pew pews. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tim, Tim was thrilled with that. Well, I mean, that's where he gets his name. His so, middle name. His middle name. Yeah. His middle name is Jason, so we get it from Jason Sandula. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the past three days when Tim's come home from work, either Star Wars Rebels has been on or Tim has put it on <laughs> for our son. In my defense, and anybody who's watched it knows, it was like the back half of season two, which is just phenomenal. Um. But that's not what we're here to talk about. I could wax poetic for hours, and I do. Um, <laughs> we're here to talk about relationship advice. Yeah, from BuzzFeed. Where else? I mean, yeah, where our, else our can favorite you go? location. Because guys, Yahoo Answers is 
Dunzo. Yeah, they gone. shut it down. Goodbye. So that's our other source of like relationship stuff. Yeah, like April first or something like that. They got rid it of it. It was May first. May first. And I was like, oh my god, that's like not when we're coming back. So it's gonna be too late to yeah. do like a last review of yeah. Yahoo Answers. But luckily, it's the internet, and nothing really ever goes away forever. It's just nothing new shall ever come from the fiery I'm volcanic. Sure we Ash I'm of. sure we could find some good stuff on Reddit too Probably. if we wanted to. Or Quora. Quora, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what do we got? Okay. I'm 23 years old and I'm talking to my former high school teacher. Yes, I know how, how oh, it Lord. must sound, but hear me out. He taught in my school for a year and moved away to pursue a career in law. He's a lawyer now and that was 10 years ago. I haven't met him since. We've only started talking recently. We have an 11 years age difference. We connect so well because we bond over work, politics, and dogs. He would text me every day, but nothing too inappropriate. He's also expressed how he wants to see me in real life and have a conversation in person. Is this a bad idea? So, TLDR, she, this person is 23, uh, and met 10 years ago. Or the per or the teacher went away ten years ago, actually. Right. And there's an eleven year age difference. This feels like a minefield to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh there's a there's a there is a way in which this is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in which this is not creepy. And that's, you know, if he didn't like think of her at all in any sort of way back when she was a student, which like how can you not ask that question? Yeah, if you maybe she just doesn't want to know. Like, but how can you not be like? Also, if you hear noises, my son is in our arms. In yeah, my arms. So, um, how can you not need to know? Like, if there was an attraction when you were. The student, right? Yeah. Like, how can you not want to know? I would want to know. I would, yeah. that would be like by the end, right there. Right? Yeah. And, and it sounds like they just reconnected. So it's not like he was like waiting for her to be legal and been like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. Um, I feel like it might be okay, but this is like a, a very fine line you need to walk here. I'm sure that your relationship will face hurdles that other relationships would not um, because I'm sure that there there would be a fair amount of judgment especially if like you know your parents like went to a parent teacher conference when you were this person's student right. and like now you're dating him and stuff so like it, any time there's like an extra pressure of judgment or non-acceptance or whatever the reason may be in a relationship Already, my gut instinct is that it is not primed for success necessarily. Like, it, it might just eventually weigh too much and too heavily on the relationship for it to ever succeed long term. Yeah. Um, but also, I would say you're 23. Like, not every romantic pursuit that you have has to be. Like, this is going to end in, like, marriage or a lifelong commitment or something like that. Like, right. There's nothing wrong with being like, you know, this person that I know from this circumstance, like, 
they might be fun to like go out on a date with like that's yeah. not you know can i also point out that this wouldn't even be a conversation not to get on too much of a soapbox but if the teacher was the female we don't know that this student, person is female. it's kind of implied at least you know heteronormative relationships and all that but like if this was a male student and a female teacher nobody would give a shit I don't think that's true, actually, because to to get on your soapbox for a second here, I feel like a lot of the time when I read in the news that, like, there's been a teacher-student relationship of some kind, the teacher is the woman, and it's a male student. Like, I feel like a lot of times that's what I hear. Like, it's not the other way around, really, that I, that you hear about classically yeah. in the news. I feel like a lot of the times it is, like... It's a woman teacher with a male underage student. Yeah, but I think a lot of that is still actually from that same philosophy because no teacher is going to kind of force it. No no teenage girl really wants to do that, I don't think, at least stereotypically. Uh, Whereas in a... Wants to do what? Be in a relationship with her male teacher like like while they're underage i think i don't think that's true at all i uh, think but in a, in a lot of guy circles dating an older woman is like a, oh hey yeah there's yeah it's it's very common for a young girl to have a crush on any like male adult authority figure that's very very common fair so you know, I don't know why we're like getting off on this tangent of like I just, inappropriate I, 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 and illegal. I'm just saying that I don't think this question even gets bothered to be posted if it was the other way around. I don't know because any well the put aside the teacher thing for a minute. Like there's also what some people may consider a significant age difference. I don't particularly think it is. Eleven years of an age difference is like huge. It's almost within the half plus seven rule. So this he's thirty four and yeah. this person is twenty three. I don't I don't think that's particularly terrible. No, no. Personally, um, but you know some people may feel differently about that. I don't know. Uh, to this person though, what I would say is, you're an adult. You're an adult. You're allowed to make your own decisions. There's nothing wrong here at all. But, um, I would be very curious to see how you over if if the intention is to like have it turn into like a long-term serious relationship um i would be very curious to see how you could possibly overcome a lot of the i'm sure judgment and criticism that that relationship would receive yeah um but you're not doing anything wrong no not at all like you're both consenting adults feel free if you catch any sign of uh, inappropriate feelings towards you as a minor and his student, then I would run. Yeah, watch out for those red flags. Yeah, but that's not fair also to assume that, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Be careful. Yeah. Basically. What do we got next? I've got kind of a weird one to ask you. I have a friend who was super supportive of my pregnancy and loves, all caps, my baby, Always talking about how cute and well-behaved she is. Well, she asked how I'd feel about her asking my husband to be her sperm donor and our kids could be like siblings. 
they would be siblings, but okay. Uh, her reasoning is that my baby is so good, and since she's single, she'd rather have her donor be someone she knows rather than a stranger. I'm so weirded out by this request and have no idea how to handle it and would love to your expert advice. Well, instead, you're getting our advice, yeah. honey, which yeah. is not an expert. <laughs> um, I think that's fair to be creeped out by that request. Personally. Yes, but I also think it's fair. Like, if she wasn't creeped out, I think it's completely fair. Like, it's not an unreasonable, like, request yeah but it's okay to not be okay with it i mean i think i don't i don't i kind of think it is an unreasonable request i don't know like there there's a lot of implications there right with like what if something happened to this woman then then you have genetic half siblings yeah like what would happen to that baby like do you have to then take in this child who is like your baby's half sibling and yeah. like raise this baby when you're not prepared to and like you never signed up to have another child and you know all these things like i think it's very messy when you involve someone you know personally there there have been cases i know where like sperm donors have gone after like their children from you know that they have sired right <laughs> um but it's not common at all. And no. I think that there are protections and there are things that are signed about like, you know, anonymity and things like that. There is no anonymity here at all in any way. Like Fair. straight up, if your husband did this, your kid would have another a, a sibling yeah. like, straight up and they would know that. And like, how do you talk to them about that? And like, like, yeah, that's your daddy, but daddy doesn't live with us. Like daddy's your, your sister's daddy and you're like but he you know what i mean like i mean i I would definitely not tell a kid but how can you not like how can you not tell their kid where they're from you know i mean you you just treat it like you would in any sort of sperm donor situation okay let me ask you if if ever this happened and you had a child by another woman that you weren't married to and didn't have feelings for it's impossible that you wouldn't have feelings for this kid right like you wouldn't want to be involved in this kid's life and like raise this kid and I mean, be a yeah. father and things yeah. like that so like how does one navigate that if you are not married to this person and you don't live with this person and you know what I mean like yeah yeah I guess I saying that it wasn't unreasonable isn't exactly the right term I'm I'm saying it's not wrong. Like, if that's who she would want as a sperm donor, like, it's not wrong to ask. Yeah, no, it's not wrong to ask. It's, you know, you're asking. It's not, like, seducing him or something. Right. But, like, yeah, I I think this person is completely valid in being freaked out by the implications of everything that could come with that. Like, her husband having a kid. Because that's what it is. Like, it's not like this is some cold clinical thing it's like literally like my husband's having a kid with another baby yeah like you remove the anonymity you remove the like clinical sterile aspect of it you know yeah and i think it is also fair to want to know who the the sperm of the baby (laughs) is going to be i think that's fair too because you know there's a lot of things you don't know about this person who has donated sperm at a sperm bank and stuff, but I don't know. What what would what advice would you give this person? 
I mean, she gets to set her boundaries. Right. So I would say, you know, if you're weirded out by it, just say, no, you can't do this. Yeah, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned in adulthood is just because saying no makes someone else unhappy or might make them mad at you or something like that doesn't mean you're a bad person for saying no. Yeah. Like, you are not responsible for how this person feels when you have set your boundaries. Like... Right. If you've set a boundary and it's reasonable to you and it makes sense to you and it's fair to you and all of those things and it happens to be that your boundary disappoints someone else, that's not your responsibility. Like, that's one of the biggest, biggest things I've learned, you know, in my late 20s and being 30 and everything now, because I I used to be very much a people pleaser and it would really affect me when people would be mad at me. Um, But yeah, to this person, I would say if, if you saying no to such a huge thing causes this person to leave your life or be mad at you, that's not your fault. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. What is our... Is so it third our, and final? Yes. Third and final. <laughs> oh, it's a good one, too. Okay. I uh, like good ones. <laughs> I've been married for 16 years. Recently, I found out my husband used my identity to catfish another woman. I've found emails and texts with him saying he loves her. He has sent this woman pictures of me and Aww. uses details in my life to keep the conversations going. I asked him why... And he said, I wasn't paying enough attention to him since we have a seven-year-old and I care for my elderly aunt as well as take care of everything else around the house while working a full-time job. And he just has to go to work and sit on his phone all day chatting with her. I want to leave him, but I cannot afford to live on my own and take care of our son. What should I do? So I'm, it's... I'm very confused. Yeah, is he in a, like, lesbian relationship? Is it just, like, a friendship thing where she's just friends? No, no. He says he loves her. He's been oh. saying, I love you. But he said, but she said, he sent this woman pictures of me and uses details in my life to keep the conversations going. So is he cat, and he's catfishing as her, I assume, right? So like he's I pretending mean, to be a woman. S- somewhere along the lines, this is not a heteronormative relationship. It could be his this, husband. This, no, she, she says, I found out my husband used my identity to catfish another woman. So to me, that implies she is a woman. She is married to a man. Interesting. In a hetero relationship. But the implication, I think, is that the husband is pretending to be a woman using his wife's identity to catfish another woman. Okay. So so let's unpack this. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to unpack here. (laughs) Let's let's get get the ball rolling here. I know. Yeah, that was that's it's a lot to talk about here. You you go ahead and because I have a lot running around in my um, mind. So what do you think? So, I mean, first off, she needs to figure out a way to get out of there. Yeah, it, it, it's strange to me that it doesn't seem to be a deal breaker for her. You know what I mean? Like it, it but that's the thing. Like it feel it sounds like it is, it just can't be because of the situation. She can't afford it. Gotcha. I yeah, I mean to me there is no coming back from that. 
like, in terms of reconciling the relationship. Like, not only is your husband cheating on you. Right. Not only is he taking advantage of you for all of the things that you are doing to support your family and your household and everything like that. But it seems like he may not be, you know, his identity might not be what was presented to you when you agreed to marry him, which in and of itself, like, is not like that itself is not a bad thing, but it is another lie, right? Like another thing that was not disclosed to you or discussed with you as your relationship has grown and evolved and he has discovered things about himself. Like, you know, if, if what is, if what it is, is true that I think is, is happening, which is like, he's pretending to be a woman and maybe fulfilling some fantasies, um, in that department. I don't think in all cases, that's a deal breaker for everybody. Like if, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like if you, if he had come to her and said like, Hey, um, I feel like sometimes I like to pretend to be a woman. Like, I don't think that that would have been like yeah. a deal breaker. But the lie. Marriage. It's the lie. It. Yeah. It's the lie and the betrayal, you know, reaching out to someone else because like essentially you're placing your confidence to be who you are in a stranger and not in your like in your wife. And that's a betrayal among many other betrayals in this situation. Right. Yeah. I what's There's the, just so much there. There yeah, like they have a son together. She's a very busy person, I assume, like taking care of all this stuff, working a full-time job, everything like that. I would love to talk to this person and find out how she discovered this information. Yeah. Like did he like forget to sign her out of Facebook or something? Right. Like was it were they chatting on like a dating site or did he straight up like make separate profiles across the board like pretending to be her and everything like that yeah and and let's not forget to touch on the fact that like straight up like your identity has been stolen yeah like for real yeah uh there's a lot of problems here this person could come across like see you in a grocery store and recognize you from the photos and everything like that and come up to you and things about your life have been disclosed and you've never met this person right like that's pretty freaky identity theft is not a joke jim millions of families (laughs) suffer every year (laughs) (laughs) oh there's always an office reference yeah anywhere yeah Advice. Give this per- poor, poor person some advice. Get out. How? Like, how can she, though? Well, she's working full time. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe there's a lot of debt. Maybe. Maybe. She's I working full time, but it's not at a living wage. Cough, cough. You, you know what this and is going to be, can't... right? <laughs> what? This is going to be a joint Facebook account. What do you mean? Like, they, she's going to stay, but she's going to be like, we're going to get... Yeah. The joint Facebook. That's not going to stop him, girl. <laughs> like, that's fine if you stay. Like, no judgment to you, but that's not going to stop him. Yeah. In any way from yeah. pursuing. Like, <laughs> are you familiar with incognito mode? <laughs> Fair, but if it's the same account. He the... could just make another account. Okay. Yeah. Seems like a whole lot of work. If, if someone's determined to cheat on you, they're going, they will. Like, they will cheat on you. 
no matter what precautions you may take. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I My advice is to get out. Figure out a way and get out. I just wish I could... Yeah, I wish I could tell her a way to do that. Because, like, if she can't afford it, she can't afford it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, all of her extra time is being spent on this aunt and her son and maintaining the home and everything like that. What is your husband doing outside of work also? I I, I thought she said he wasn't working. No, he she, he works full time, but oh. he just, like has a job where apparently it's like an office job, I guess, where gotcha. like he can spend all day talking to this woman. So Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Get out. More more than get out if you can't afford it, I would say perhaps some type of therapy is warranted here. Like I don't because for some people, like or I'm I'm like really thinking about this one hard here for some reason (laughs) i don't like for some people dig deep for the advice of the person who's never gonna hear this (laughs) yeah you don't know who we are so but like hopefully our words will travel across space and time to land in your brain somehow but for some people unless they have physically done something they don't consider it cheating right some people consider it cheating like an emotional affair right so like depending on how this person views it maybe maybe she can come back from this i don't know maybe this is something that can be reconciled with some a little empathy and understanding like the type of thing that you can come back from i don't think i would personally but you know um yeah, go to therapy, I think. Yep. Whether it's for just you or for both of you, I think that definitely that there's been a lot of betrayal there that is certain, certain. To, you have a lot you have to, to unpack together. Yeah, even if you don't do it together, even if you say, okay, bye, I'm never, you know, messing around with you again. Like, I would say definitely talk to someone impartial, um, which is not us. We're not impartial, apparently. Apparently not. We have a lot of feelings about your situation and your husband, who we've never met, and you will never know how we feel about it. But there it is. (laughs) And that'll do it for this episode of Marital Tiffs. Do you have a crazy relationship situation that you want advice on? We would love to have a little bit more uh, anonymous personal, you know, connections to some of these random advices that we give. And, and, you know, it'd be nice to know that some of this advice is actually uh, asked for by us specifically. (laughs) You can weigh in on all social media at Marital Tiffs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at MaritalTiffs at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. If you're an Apple podcast listener, please rate and review us. We did get a new review uh, while we were off the air um, from... Uh, the Alt Left podcast. Thanks, guys. Um, I assume. I don't know. Yeah. Was it good? It was one of the guys. He, he loved it. Was it a good yes. review? Oh, yes. good. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, you can find us on the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Check out 910 Comedy on Facebook and check out our sister shows. That's Just My Face, Hometown Crowd, and Dead Girls Talking, which did return this week. Uh, thanks for listening to Marital Tips.